When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There is something new skulking in the deepest, darkest caves of the overworld, wandering aimlessly in the shadows, ready to destroy anything that disturbs the dead silence. The Warden has brought mystery and excitement of the unknown to the world of Minecraft, and everyone has an opinion about what its role will be in the game. What is the Warden protecting in the deep dark? Let's find out. In this episode... Of Dig Straight Down. What is going on, crafters? Welcome to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. This episode, uh, it was a toss up between talking about the warden and talking about the new archaeology system. I'm super excited about both. But in the end, I think that most people are really, really, really interested in the Warden. So I've decided to talk about the Warden first. Next episode was probably going to be about the archaeology system. And maybe we might even have a little bit more information about it at that point. But for this episode, yeah, I'm going to be talking about the Warden. It seems to be the face of 1.17, even more than the axolotls, interestingly enough. Usually it's the um, the cute the cute mobs that stick in people's minds and become the iconic mob of a certain update. But this time it's the it's the scary freaky one that's got that's got everybody talking, so which is pretty cool. I'm look, the the warden is awesome. The warden I cannot wait to encounter the warden in the wild of Minecraft. Um yeah, I don't know how prepared I will be for that. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see what will change about the Warden between now and then, because right now, the Warden is very powerful. Um, if I'm going to predict anything, I'm going to say that they'll probably soften the Warden up a little bit, so that he's not just wrecking players no matter what they're wearing. Um, but we'll see, but we'll see. Uh, so before I get too far into talking about the Warden, let's dig into the next segment of this episode. And for this segment, we have a email from Diamond Hunter 526 And Diamond Hunter says, if we ever get a cave update, which, by the way, this is an old email. <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. So this was before we knew that we were going to get a cave update, but I thought I would read it anyway. Um, Diamond Hunter says, if we ever get a cave update, here are some things that I would like to be improved or added. Diamond nuggets, refined obsidian, and refined obsidian tools and armor. Ancient armor that you can find in desert and jungle temples. A pirate sword that can be dropped by the drowned occasionally. Titanium tools and armor. These are only some. I'm trying to make a Minecraft mod with all these things, but it's kind of hard because I don't play vanilla and I mod on my tablet. If you have any suggestions to add to my mod or an app I can use, let me know. And first of all, I want to say, I am sorry to say I know literally nothing about modding. I, and I understand it can probably be very difficult to find any good 
resources on it, any good information on how to mod or what to mod with. So uh, Diamond Hunter, first of all, I recommend finding some modding forums, perhaps, or Discord servers, and talk to people who are active in the modding community about that. That will be the best way to, for you to find information on how to work on the mod you're making, um, some feedback about what kind of uh, tools you're using. Um, but literally, I look, I barely play Minecraft myself. Um, full disclosure here, I, I don't really play Minecraft all that much, just normally. So, I mean, let alone modding, I've never even thought about modding Minecraft um, for me personally. So, um, I hope you find some uh, some information. I'm sorry I'm not very much help with that. Um, that is something that I should know a lot more about and I should do a lot more research on. Anyway, so I just want to touch on some of these ideas that Diamond Hunter has here. Um, the first one being Diamond Nuggets. I think Diamond Nuggets uh, could be really cool to be used to add details and cosmetic you know, aesthetic customizations to armor tools and weapons. A lot of people have brought up in the past, and actually in the Spawn Chunks too, in the Spawn Chunks podcast, I think Pixel Rifts touched on this a little bit, the idea of wanting to add different visuals to armor and weapons and gear in Minecraft. Because right now, everybody... Right now, everybody who is top tier, everything is running around, and they're wearing the enchanted netherite armor, and they just look purple. Everybody just looks like big purple Thanos cosplayers right now. And I, I mean, I'm not complaining. Netherite armor looks really cool. I don't really like the way it looks when it's enchanted. It does look really purple, and that's probably one of my least favorite colors. <laughs> um, but yeah, everybody kind of looks the same, and so the ability to add some customization to armor, weapons, and tools would be really cool. We can already do that with shields. You can customize the heck out of a banner. I mean, you can make a banner look like anything you want if you if you just apply, you know, creativity to it. And you can put banners on a shield to change the way a shield looks. I would like to see something like that for armor, weapons, and tools. And if we had something like diamond nuggets or diamond shards or something, maybe there could be predetermined areas on uh, different types of armor and, and, and gear where you could add diamond like nuggets and diamond um, you know little areas where you can do a little bit more customization using materials in the game. I don't know. That's something that I think would be really cool and I would like to see added. Uh, we'll see when one day they might do this. Obsidian gear. Diamond Hunter mentions obsidian gear. And I think obsidian could possibly be added to diamond gear on a smithing table as sort of like an in-between tier before you get netherite. So you say you got diamond and you want to upgrade your diamond gear, but you haven't gotten netherite yet. So maybe obsidian is something that you could use instead. This could add a little bit more durability to diamond gear, but would mainly be just an aesthetic change because you don't want to step on the toes of netherite too much because that's still the top tier thing. As of now, anyway, and I highly doubt Obsidian would replace it, because Obsidian is an old block, it's been in the game for a long, long time, and, uh, yeah, it's relatively easy to gather, as opposed to Ancient Debris, which you need to have netherite. Um, ancient Armor and Pirate Swords, okay, so I love the idea. Absolutely, absolutely love the idea 
of finding gear in loot chests that cannot be crafted. So imagine if there were like 10 sets of unique, uncraftable gear in Minecraft. 10 sets of unique, uncraftable gear in Minecraft. We would have so much incentive to go exploring and collect each set, each piece of each set, even if they weren't as good as diamond gear, even if they literally were just basic iron gear level stuff, but looked really, really cool. Imagine on multiplayer servers, if you have, you know, three out of four pieces of this set of um, armor and someone has the last remaining piece, you're probably going to want to bargain and trade for it. Um, it opens up so many opportunities for gameplay. I would love to see this, and I'll touch on this in the next episode, but I would love to see this added to archaeology. So anyway, some great ideas here. Thank you so much for the email, Diamond Hunter. And I want to let you know, guys, um, if you want to email me, the email is digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. Send me your ideas, send me your questions, send me your comments about the show. I would love to hear from you. And with that being said, guys, let's dig into the next segment of this episode. And this feature review is all about wolves. Everybody knows wolves in Minecraft. Um, this possibly one of the most sought-after mobs in Minecraft, especially for people who just want to have a pet on hand. Um, usually when I see a wolf in the wild, I, I, I frantically search my inventory. Do I have a bone? Do I have a bone? Do I have a bone? Because um, I, love, I love getting at least one just to have. It just adds a little bit more personality to gameplay. Um, some items from the Minecraft wiki here. Wolves have three states, wild, angry, and tame. Wild wolves attack rabbits, foxes, skeletons, and their variants, sheep, and baby turtles without provocation. They avoid llamas, although wolves may attack a llama that spits on them. Angry wolves become angry when they are either attacked by a player or a mob, or when they see a mob they want to eat. Angry wolves are only hostile to mobs that attack them or to the mobs they are hunting. They can see attackers even when they are under the invisibility effect, but they cannot track the attacker down if they get out of their render distance or the attacker was able to unload the chunk where the wolves are. Tamed wolves have a default red collar around their neck, which can be dyed using any color of dye on the wolf. They do not attack creepers, gas, tame horses, or tamed cats, regardless of the owner. Standing tamed wolves attack skeletons and their variants without provocation, but not sheep, baby turtles, passive rabbits, or foxes. Now, what I would change about wolves, the first, most primary thing that I would change about wolves would be an addition. It would be the addition of wolf armor. Wolf armor would be found in loot chests similarly to horse armor. It makes perfect sense for there to be wolf armor because wolves are combat pets and you want to keep them alive. Armor could be enchanted with various enchantments that are specific to wolves. Um, but this makes so much sense because, look guys, if you're taking a wolf, a tamed wolf pet into battle, you don't want it to die and you don't want to be just constantly feeding it in the middle of battle. So wolf armor would, would really help out and it's really surprising that they would add armor for horses and not for wolves. It doesn't make sense why they would prioritize the horse instead of the wolf. But yeah, that would be the first primary thing that I would change. The second thing that I would change, I would have more breeds of wolves. Now, I looked up some wolf, you know, species, you know, different species of wolves in the real world, and you have 
some different colors and some different types. You have white wolves, you have timber wolves, which are more brownish, uh, you have red wolves, you have brown wolves, and you have black wolves. And these wolves also kind of come at, have different eye colors as well. Some wolves have gray eyes, some have white eyes, and some have blue eyes. So there's a lot of variety that we could actually have with wolves without turning them into things like corgis and, you know, um, gr uh, great hounds and golden retrievers and all that kind of thing. So keeping wolves wolves, I like the idea of that, but that doesn't mean that they have to look the same as they do now. There are different variations of wolves in the real world. Let's add those variations into Minecraft. And so we have some comments on this. Oh, first, before we get into the comments, I want to give the ranking. The ranking for the wolf, as it is right now, is a 7 out of 10, which is a gold ranking. So, 7 out of 10. Comments from Discord. Llama Face says, I don't like how when you breed wolves, the babies are born without full health. It makes creating a wolf army less convenient. I didn't know that. Uh, that's interesting that they're born without full health, and it makes me wonder if you have to actually heal them when they grow up. I'll have to look into that. High Hope says, I just wish we could have different types, like cats. Even if it was more like villagers or biome dependent or something, it would be nice if you could ensure your dog didn't attack others. So when you're mining with a friend, you don't have to worry about that, for example. I do enjoy having a pack of dogs to help kill mobs or just for lore. Infinite Diamond says, I wish there were different colors of wolves and they also spawned in villages like cats. That would make sense because dogs are in houses in real life. I wish you could get wolf armor because my do my wolves die easily. Um, so yeah, I agree with all these ideas, guys. Um, and llama face, that's interesting. I didn't know that about uh, wolf babies. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, so guys, if you want to join in on the feature review and let me know your comments each episode, just join the Discord. Link is in the show notes. That being said, guys, let's dig into the main discussion of this episode. And for the main discussion, we are talking about what is the Warden. But before we get into the Warden, there's a little note that I have here about copper. Um, Lady Agnes tweeted, We want copper to take a really long time to oxidize in Minecraft. I'm curious, approximately how many Minecraft days do you think there should be in between each oxidation state of the copper block? And for reference here, there are four states of oxidization on the copper block. That's what they say anyway. Um, there were a ton of answers from the community, some suggesting shorter times between stages and some suggesting longer times between stages. And I personally think it should be quite a long time between each stage. Copper oxidizes to give a sense of history, so let's make it reflect an actual real history. So I'm thinking, since there's four stages, I would like to see the entire process take a Minecraft year. So let's say each stage takes approximately uh, 90 Minecraft days to, uh, what is that, three Minecraft months <laughs> in between each stage. That is a long time, but think about it. Um, especially if you like the copper color and you want to kind of keep it that way for a while, but you do want it to oxidize. You don't want it to oxidize right away. You don't want it to oxidize within 12 Minecraft days. That That's pretty short. So keeping it long means that when you come across a building in Minecraft that has completely oxidized copper blocks on it, you're like, wow, that building has been around for a very, very long time. And it, and it adds a bit more 
impact to the building's history and to the, the whole story of your world that you're playing in. So I would love to see them. I mean, it needs to be balanced. It doesn't be too long, but I would love to see it be on the, on the long side. I would like to see it be really long. Um, it just makes a lot more sense. And I think it would be best that way. So in another tweet, Lady Agnes confirmed that there would be a way to keep copper from oxidizing. She says, we are seeing questions about if you can make copper stay in a certain state. And yes, you can. If you really want a copper block to be copper orange or semi-green forever, there will be a way to achieve that. And I think there could be two ways of doing this. One could be to use wax from bees to preserve the copper, to sort of polish the copper with wax and preserve it in whatever state it's in. Or we could polish the copper with the new brush tool to burnish it, maybe introducing a new type of copper block called burnished copper. This leads me to wonder if we would be actually able to reverse the aging process on copper blocks. So maybe if you want to take a oxidized copper block back to its original state, maybe you used a, a brush on it or something. I don't know. But that would be really interesting to see. So that was just a couple of notes about copper. Um, so let's move on to the warden, the, the most exciting part of this show. So Keen B-Dogs, one of the developers, tweeted... Why do you think the Warden has the name it has? Because a lot of people were speculating about the Warden. There's a lot of mystery surrounding this thing. So King Bee Dogs was referencing the name of the Warden. Why do you think the Warden has the name that it has? So I looked up the definition of Warden. I kind of knew it, but I wanted to see the dictionary definition. The Warden is a person responsible for the supervision of a particular place or thing or for ensuring that regulations associated with it are obeyed. The idea behind the warden now is that it's sort of guarding something or supervising or watching over something. It's a, it's a guardian. It's a protector. There's, there's an idea of protecting or enforcing, which is crazy interesting because so what is it? What is it protecting? That's the big question, I think. Um, the warden was featured with the deep dark, which I, makes me believe that they will only be found in that biome. And the coloring of the warden, everybody's been pointing this out. This is not, not no news to anyone. Everybody's been pointing this out. The coloring of the warden and the skull growth matches the coloring of the end portal frames. Which leads me to believe, and I think a lot of people, that the warden could be guarding the end portal. Which excites me <laughs> greatly. It makes me so excited and happy to, th to think about this that perhaps the warden is actually generating in the stronghold. And possibly that the stronghold is exclusively now generating in the deep, dark biome. Which would mean that the stronghold will be far more dangerous than it is currently or than any other place in Minecraft. Because right now, think about it. The, the, the stronghold really isn't that dangerous now in the game. I mean, it's about as dangerous as a mineshaft. There's about the same amount of mobs. Actually, I don't know, probably less because, I mean, it's a bigger space, but it's pretty well lit up most of the time. And, I mean, it's really not that difficult to get through it. There's, it's really not difficult to fight the mobs that are in it, except for maybe the silverfish, which are just annoying and not really challenging. Um, yeah, I, the stronghold really, really needs to be a lot harder than it is currently. And this is possibly the, the beginning of this happening. If this is the case, I think that the player should have to deal with the warden in order to get to the portal. This doesn't mean that they have to fight it, but it would be a shame if the warden could be completely ignored 
by simply mining straight through to the portal room. This could be done in a couple of ways, too. First, the eye of, the eye of Ender could lead to the Warden instead of the portal room. This way, the player would be taken directly to the Warden, and you would have to deal with the Warden before finding the portal room. I know that's probably a change that not a lot of people would like, but that's a way to get around this issue of just mining straight to the portal and passing by the Warden completely. Uh, the other way is that the, the Warden could give any nearby players an effect like mining fatigue that keeps them from mining straight to the portal. Now, I don't love this idea, and I like the idea of mining fatigue being more for the Guardian, the Elder Guardian, than for any other mob. Um, but it would force the player to find another route to the portal, possibly by exploring caves. And if you have to go into a deep, dark cavern in order to get to the Stronghold, that just adds even another extra layer of challenge to it. We will see what they have in mind for this, if this is what the direction they're going in at all. A couple of other ideas that I had about the Warden, um, some speculation here. The Warden seems to have souls imprisoned in its chest. This could possibly mean that it is guarding a way to use souls in villain Minecraft like you can in dungeons, possibly introducing the souls system. I would love for this to happen. We'll see. Um, I mean, they're, they're definitely open to adding... Uh, things from dungeons into Minecraft. Um, obviously, we had the Isolager on the table, so I'm. This is not beyond the realm of possibility. And if this is the case, if defeating the Warden gives you the ability to use souls, then I think soul-fueled artifacts could be found using the new archaeology system. So maybe you're 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 doing the archaeology system, and you find an artifact that you can't use without getting souls. Maybe to go kill the warden, or maybe you have to use something that the warden dropped in order to get souls from mobs to use the artifact that you found. There could be a whole new system in the works here. I don't think that this is going to happen. I'll be surprised if it does, but I will be happy if it happens like this. Or maybe it is just guarding the skulk. Since the skulk is a pretty advanced technical block, I can imagine that Mojang doesn't want it to be super easy to get. Um, so maybe the Warden is just there to deter players from just going and mining as much Skulk as they want to. But that would be that would be slightly disappointing if the Warden is just about the Skulk and not about anything else, if there's nothing new behind the Skulk, or uh, behind the Warden, rather. So may, that's a possibility. And that would be okay, I guess, but I would be a little disappointed if that was the if that was the case. So anyway, guys, that brings us to the end of this episode. Email me, please, with questions or comments. If you have any ideas about the warden at all or about archaeology or anything else we discussed in the show, please let me know by emailing me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. Or you can join the Discord. The link is in the show notes. The invite is in the show notes. Just click on it and join our discussions. Guys, I would love to visit with you. You can connect with me also on Twitter. My handle is at RebelJC underscore 92. And if you don't mind, no matter what platform you listen to the show on, will you please jump over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for me? It helps more people find the show, and it lets me know how many people are listening to the show. So I would love to see some reviews on Apple Podcasts from you guys. And that being said, guys, until next week, keep digging straight down. I will see you in the next episode.